The Biz Launch Academy opens May the 9th. Today is April the 15th. We are open for one more day. That's till April 16th for early registration. Then we're shutting it down and reopening May 9th for our official launch. We'll teach you from concept to customer, step-by-step process, a process we've personally used for dozens of other companies and people and brands to help them make over a million dollars. No bullshit, no games. This is how we've taken our business, grown it ourselves, and how we've helped other people grow their businesses. Go to bizlaunchacademy.co, that's .co. Again, bizlaunchacademy.co to get more info. That rhymed. That was kind of cool, right? Today on the podcast, we've got my good friend, Lauren Schwab. Just about this time last year, Lauren and I were at an event for Propel Gatorade event where there was workouts, speakers, and a lot of time to sit down and reflect and talk in between those events. And we were sitting outside in West Hollywood. Lauren was working at a job at the time she didn't really like. And she said, I got this idea. It's called Unplugged Mornings. Um, And she had a whole concept behind it. And I said, just run with it, do it. She's got a special ability to be able to connect with people and get them to buy in. So she's run with it. She's made some mistakes over the last year. But she quit her job. She she has gone all in on Unplugged Mornings. She's hosted retreats in Yosemite and Big Sur. She has one coming up here in a few months in Hawaii, and has really grown her business to, to be a lot more than than what she initially started. Which is kind of what we all do, right? You, you have an idea, you have a concept, and you you grow it and you adjust and pivot the route. And I, I know she's my friend, and of course I'm biased as shit. But you can tell how passionate she is about what she's doing, how many people she's helping. And hopefully she'll be able to help you, whether whether it's with her business uh, concept or maybe just how she's developed and took a chance and is starting to grow her own business. We thank you for listening and hope you enjoy this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Lauren Schwabi. What's up, girl? What's up? How's it going, bros? Good. It's good, going. Schwab. Yeah. I just saw you like three days ago, so I know how you're doing. I just saw you like <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. and, and we talked for like 20 minutes before yeah. this. Some interesting stuff that you can't probably talk about. I'm sure you can't talk about Not yet. Yeah. Are you able to say anything about it? Stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned. All right. Yeah. Something Some, big coming in the fall. <laughs> Something in the fall, yeah. It might yeah. also start with an F, fall, network, I don't know. Oh, that's oh. where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, yeah. what? Wait a second. What does that... Uh, I know what you're talking about, and I have to decipher what that Yeah, I know, yeah. 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 So it, hopefully it. it was very confusing for everyone <laughs> yes. else listening. Yes, right? I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Schwabi. So we talked... Well, we talked the other day about like biz and shit you got going down. Mm-hmm. We talked for like two and a half hours. I know. You we know should that? have saved that for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. We're just recording. Some of those time. Some of those were recording... Record, Recordable moments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some probably weren't. Probably True. some of the things. Touche. But so you, you started, or you quit your job like a year ago? Yeah, actually, PC. Um, it is coming up on almost a year. I think it's 11 months. May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. I'll never Shut forget. Up. We were at the Propel fitness event. Yeah. And Patrick told me to quit my job. I did. Oh, and really? I did. Really? <laughs> How, like that day or? He's like my unofficial manager. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's always done that to me. He's the person that gets me to take the most action in yeah, life. Sure. Uh, and it's like, it's just that moment. It's like what I try to do for people too, right? Like I try to allow them to see the potential in them that I already see in them. I feel yeah. like Patrick does that. Like he sees a potential in me that I don't yeah. yet see. And so he's just like, do it. What are you waiting for? Like he asked me those questions that yeah. get me to do something. And I think the biggest thing was the fear that everybody has before they start something. What if no one shows up? 
right? Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm gonna plan this. I'm gonna put time, energy, effort into this. And what if no one comes? And Patrick for me was like, I'll come. So that's one person. I'm like, well, that's all that matters. Like one person showing up. And I think that to this day, I I did a um, podcast last week for Primal Kitchen. And that was one of the things they asked me too. Like, should people, if only, if only one person signs up, should you still do it? And I'm like, heck yeah. Are you kidding? Who knows who that one person will be? Could be Patrick, but it could be somebody else. (laughs) And then you get good one-on-one attention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this backstory on this, so you were working a job, you, like you just weren't having fun anymore. Like you started, you're working for, a, it's corporate-ish. I mean, it's corporate. And you just weren't having fun with it. And you were like talking about it. And this has been like months of you not being happy about it. And I was like, well, just do it. And then you had like, I have this idea, this thing I want to do. And we were at that Propel event. We, we were there for two days. I don't think, probably the first day that we talked about it. And we were there all day. And we're just hanging out. Like we'd go work out. We'd go to a, a speaker, and we're and we go back and chill. And then it was me, you. Um, who else was there? I want to say Shiva. Shiva might have been there. Maybe Julia. I think Julia. I Shiva. But but a lot of like chilling and just talking. Like just whatever's going right. on. You like here, and you might get a little inspo from somebody talking. We're just going getting on, getting on our feels. And I was like, just quit it. Like start it. And you that day, like I have this idea, this concept called Unplugged Mornings. Mm-hmm. And I think that you went and got the Instagram, checked the Instagram. And then I don't know if you got the website there, but you got the website that day or the next day or something too. Yeah. I mean, I think I did it all in that moment. I went on, got the domain. That's why I think Julia was there because she had just done it for her business. And she's like, this is the website you need to go to. So I was like, all right, got it. Got the Instagram, which we can talk more about that later because I don't really actually use the Instagram as much. Um, But that's something good to talk about. I I was laughing as you were saying that because I feel like back in the day, we would be like shutting down the bar and now we were like (laughs) shutting down the Propel Fitness event. We were the last people. I feel like the cleaners were there and they're like, get out. And we're like, we have this amazing idea. We're going to just do everything right now. We're not leaving because we're so inspired right now. Um, but yeah, it was that. And, it and we, was, were, we were also the first people. There. We were also like, the first like, people. There. Like one of the first like groups there. <laughs> Straight A students, nerd yeah, now, yeah, front yeah. row. We really were. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool. And I mean, I look back now and a lot of the people that are in my life, we met at that Propel event too. So it, it's cool. Like even the guy that I'm dating now met yeah, at that yeah. and he actually thought I was dating Patrick. Oh, did he really? <laughs> he totally did. Yeah. yeah. He was like, that oh, was I thought cool. you were dating Patrick. And yeah. I, we would always be together. We'd always hang out. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Cause uh, I, I didn't know that until like a month ago. Really? Yeah. Like there, or maybe my birthday or something we yeah. were talking about, which would be two months ago. Yep. Three months ago. And then somebody said something like, Oh, Nate thought you were, you guys were dating. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, he's my manager. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, but th- I mean, to go back to that, I think it was something like, well, maybe I'll plan this for in a month. And you're like, well, why not next week? Yeah. And it's like, well, I guess why not next week? All right. What's everyone doing Wednesday morning? And that was it. We planned the hike. And so unplugged started as a hike in coffee, basically. Let's, let's get together. Let's sweat. And let's have this unplugged time to just connect with people and bring community together. And we did that to Mescal Canyon. I think what, like 12 people or something, something cool. It was like, was it more like 20 people? It was like children of the corn. I feel like people just kept kind of popping up out of everywhere. And I'm like, Whoa, we're doing it. And I remember coming down um, the backside of Temescal and I started crying a little bit cause I heard people <laughs> like talking about business ideas and 
these were strangers. Like some people knew each other, but some people just met and they're like, Oh, we should do this or we should do that. And it, it brought me back to like my why, which is to facilitate relationships so we can live in a more connected world. And I was like, you're doing it. Like you're facilitating relationships so we can live in a more connected world. This is it. Like people are up at six o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday before work hiking together. And then we're going to get coffee. And it was just really cool inspiration. We gave out, um, affirmation cards and we talked about that. And it then became this accountability thing of like next week. Hey, did you do that thing you said you were going to do? Uh, and just, and just like a family too, just being there for each other. We have our little group texts and Facebooks and all that stuff where we stay updated with everybody. But yeah, that's where it all started. And that, that dude you're talking about was, or that group talking about working together was Noah about like a biz idea. I think it was Noah who just started his own stuff recently. Yeah. Um, Noah he, and somebody. That might've been him for sure. Um, and since then, what Unplugged has turned into is retreats. And I think that's where a lot of the real transformation happens when we can take a few days instead of two hours to fully unplug, like dive in deep and, and figure out what those tools are that we need to like move forward. Well, step back. I know what Unplugged is. Yeah. I don't know if Timmy does, but probably most people who are listening are not. But like, mm-hmm. so explain what it is in like a quick abbreviated version, like what Unplugged Morning is, why, how, where, what, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So Unplugged came to me during an energy healing after a workout. And I started seeing these outlets in the walls. And I imagined those outlets being comfort zones because I thought about all the things I have to mm-hmm. plug into outlets, which would be like my fan at night. And I can't sleep without it. I say I can't go anywhere without my biggest fan and um, my Nutribullet for protein shakes and my phone to connect and computer to make money and all these different things. Your curling iron to curl your hair and look pretty. All these things we plug into that we really actually don't need to survive. And the reason I say that is because I lived in a cave for 60 days with no outlets. (laughs) So there was nothing to plug into. That was on a reality show. That was on a reality show. (laughs) Yeah, We we can talk about the cave. That one, um, that one's already out and done. But um, I then started thinking about these these comfort zones or these outlets also being ways to kind of cover up or fill a void when we're seeking happiness. So maybe we plug into relationship after relationship or job after job or material things, new cars, new clothes, retail therapy, all that kind of stuff. Um, but then also it could be drugs, sex, alcohol, whatever, right? We're just numbing out. We don't want to feel it. Uh, and so I actually saw myself reaching for this cord that was plugged into this outlet that's like a comfort zone and I unplugged it and I plugged it into myself and it was like taking that those external outlets and being like no I'm going to plug into my internal outlook right so let's focus on my outlook what what I can control and not all this external stuff and so then it was like my grandpa popped into my head and he always has an acronym for everything his favorite one was team together everyone achieves more and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to use unplugged and come up with nine steps for people to disconnect, to reconnect to themselves first thing in the morning. Cause I think that's the most important time is before you plug into the world and all the chaos, plug into yourself, plug in with purpose. And so that's where unplugged came from. And mm-hmm. so we would do a lot of those steps while we were together, you know, exercise and connect and affirmations and learn about each other and things like that. So that's what unplugs all about. And now it's, it's workshops, it's workouts, it's events, it's retreats all the above. Right. Gotcha. But so, so you started off and it was like, all right, I'm doing these Wednesday morning workouts, get togethers, hang out. So we would, it'd be like two and a half hours. Like you'd go, we do like a workout for an hour ish and go to breakfast and coffee and hang out, talk and like vibe and all that shit. Then you went from that to, you did some travel. You did like a bigger event. I remember you had the one in Santa Monica. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. then you did like Nashville 
and yeah quickly Austin. unplugged went on tour yeah. <laughs> to uh nashville so yeah we started in santa monica nashville dallas chicago portland kansas uh there's yeah. a couple more in there somewhere yeah. austin yeah and then we did the first retreat in november and that was in big sur well and i know well i know because i know i know a little bit about the finances you weren't making money off of the the travel ones you might have made a couple of, like pennies yeah but when you know when you add in travel costs making zero right sure, yeah. so the idea with that is for six months we're going to go on tour and we're gonna you know have brand awareness we're going to let people know what unplugged is all about uh, not expecting to make really any money mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Just not lose a whole lot. But not lose yeah. a whole lot, right? Uh, and then too, it's it's trial and error. It's figuring out what actually works and we'll definitely get into that too. Um, and it's fun, right? And you are meeting new people. But when it really comes down to it, you might have these events. We started with free events, then we donated all of it to charity and then we actually started charging. And what you realize is you're getting 60 people there for like a $20 ticket, right? So number one, when people pay $20, they might not show up. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) and they might not care that much and they might not see the value in it, but I haven't changed anything, right? Like I'm still giving them the four hours. I'm still giving them three amazing speakers or a workshop, a workout swag bags that probably have $200 worth of stuff in them and prizes worth $3,000, $4,000 worth of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same thing. But now what we've done is we've completely changed that from those you know, 60 person events to a 10 max. And these are these little workshops and they're hundred dollar tickets. We're doing the exact same thing, but now there's 10 people paying a hundred dollars instead of 60 people, maybe paying 20 or like coming for free. Mm -hmm. And the idea now, my primary business model is to get people to retreats. So with those huge events, no one was signing up for the retreat. But now with these small events of 10, we had two people sign up for a retreat at the first one, one at the next one and one at the next one. So now it's actually people can see the value in it and they want more. It's like, well, I want more than four hours. Give me four days. Gotcha. Yeah. Where did you, how did you decide like the retreat location and format for that? You know, well, well, I know, well, I'll say this. I know day one, you're like, I want to do retreats. Yeah. And then we were talking and I was like, just book it, just figure something out, book it. You don't think you didn't do that. But you did end up doing the Big Sur. So go ahead, back to Timmy's question. But but initially, I know that was a plan of yours. Yeah, I've always wanted to do retreats, definitely. But I think, again, it's that fear thing. Same thing of what if people don't show up? And now yeah. it's like you're paying a lot more money, right? Mm-hmm. Up front, you got to put all this money down as opposed to if you get a free studio space and free trainers and free speakers and every, all the sponsors donate, it's like, if you're traveling, the only thing you're paying for is your flight and you're probably staying with somebody. So that one is a little more scary because you're like, all right, I'm about to put like 12 grand down on my card for this retreat. Jesus. And the funny thing too is I think the only reason I picked Big Sur is because one of the first retreats I did in 2014 or 2013 was at Big Sur. Hmm. And I remember, I think I paid four grand for this retreat and it was like all my savings, right? Or like I put it all on my credit card or something like that. But they put six of us in a room together, (laughs) didn't really give us food. And it was all about not having expectations. Uh But I think it was just an excuse for them to be (laughs) like, we don't know what the heck we're doing. So we're just going to say, don't be attached to that. Don't be attached to eating and sleeping and your (laughs) your accommodations and stuff. But the cool thing is, and what I tell everybody is to go to these things because there's always one person. Like my intention is always this one person that I'm going to meet. 
that's priceless. Like that relationship is priceless. And that person for me at Big Sur is Shannon and she now works for me. Um, she's, she's worked for me on so many projects, but she's also like a little sister and a best friend. And so that investment has well paid itself, Mm -hmm. you know, back. So it's just cool to like say yes to those experiences. And even when they seem so crazy and you're like, instead of going down the negative, I spent $4,000 on this and got nothing. It's like, I spent 4,000 and got everything because yeah. I have this relationship and this person that works with me now that, that helps me move so much. So, um, it's really cool to just kind of look at it in that way. But that's kind of, I think why I decided on Big Sur. Cause when I was there that year, I told Shannon, I'm going to host my first retreat here. And it was what, five years later that, oh, that I actually did it. And so it's like, and she was there with me on the retreat. So I'm like, here we are. I told you we were going to do this yeah. and we're so doing cool. it. The other thing is on that retreat, we didn't have service the whole time. So I'm like, what better place to have an unplugged event Mm -hmm. is there is no service. So you don't even have the option of getting on your phone. So that one was very much unplugged. We didn't even get a lot of content ourselves, but we had a videographer there. They got a really, really cool video. Um, So it was like very unplugged. Now, I don't recommend going to a place that expensive for your first retreat. Now I've learned Mm -hmm. a lot from hosting that retreat and I'm actually doing retreat coaching now. So I've taken on a couple of clients in that. So I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I paid way too much money for the yeah. first one and I learned so many lessons there. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to really help people the way that I am now. Um, but yeah, it that was a that was a good learning experience and a lot of fun. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, so I know I mean, I like I feel like I'm like I know half the shit. Although I'm I'm learning stuff there. Still new. <laughs> but so you did the first one that was was great. Yep. But um I know finances weren't great. There were some mistakes made on your end. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know what you want to say or whatever, but, but the second one was a lot more that just happened last month, mm-hmm. March, right? Yeah. Last month was a lot more successful. So how did you look at that first one, gauge the the good and the bad, and uh-huh. then figure out a way to make it better for the second one? Yeah. And I don't mind talking about what really happened, right? It's like, of course, the people that went to that one probably have no clue how it was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. So maybe they rate it an eight, nine, 10. I think the survey, they were, there was nothing lower than an eight. Um, on that. Cause we send that out after for the feedback for myself, I would have given it a four out of 10 based on how I wanted it to go and yeah. how I saw it going and how it actually ended up. Um, and that's a good way to like go into Yosemite cause Yosemite, we did a couple weeks ago. And for the first time in my life, I gave myself a 10 out of 10 and I've wow. never done that on anything I've ever done. You know, other people would right? but I've never given myself that. And it was like, I really took everything that I learned from Big Sur and spent four months basically from the time that ended until we did Yosemite fixing and refining and making sure that those same mistakes wouldn't happen. So I'm sure people want to know what those mistakes are. Like what? what? I have no idea what you're talking about. What mistakes are they? Right. Um, And not mistakes, right? Like uh, opportunities for growth, learning, feedback, right? So there's no failure, only feedback. And so my feedback for myself on that one was there are some things that you do want to keep in your control as a perfectionist. It's hard for me to delegate things, but I thought, okay, I'm going to hire a professional chef (laughs) and she will handle everything. She will do the grocery shopping, the menu. She will have, you know, everything plated and presented for everyone for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So everyone can just process and be at the retreat and not have to think about that. And 
honestly, I'm going to say food is the most important thing at retreats. Okay. And I, and that's, you know, for I my, would, I, I wouldn't think that. No, so for know. my experience too, with the one I went to where there was no food, everyone's like angry, right? Like they're hangry, yeah, they're sense. angry. They can't process. They don't even want to participate in the activities because they're like, man, I'm freaking hungry. I'm <laughs> yeah. annoyed. I don't want to do one more hike. I'm about to pass out. Yeah. So if you keep people <laughs> fed on time, then they're going to show up for all the workshops and all the activities and they're going to be positive and happy and they'll be able to process and retain the information. When I've sat in any workshops or went to conferences and I have to pee or I'm hungry, I'm not listening, yeah, right? So yeah. I'm not going to remember anything. So we want to make sure people have bathrooms that are accessible, you know, close by that. A lot of things you just don't think of until you're there yeah. and it's just not going like you thought. Mm-hmm. So I left that up to the professional chef to handle. <laughs> Um, I also took her all of the other product that was food related that we got donated. So all of our snacks, all of our dressings, all of our protein, all that stuff was with her. So she would know what we have and what she still needed to get. Um, there was a budget that was given, um, and a blank check. <laughs> uh, we'll never give a blank check again. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> because that check was written to the professional chef instead of to Costco or wherever the groceries uh-huh. were purchased from. Uh, and you know, there's this thing called Venmo now that would probably be uh, great. Like take yeah, a picture yeah, of the receipt, yeah. boom, you got it in your account. So that that's kind of the way to go. Um, but for starters, the um, chef was about four and a half hours late getting to the retreat. So for example, oh, retreat wow. starts at 7 p.m. on a Thursday. Uh, dinner was supposed to be at eight. We were going to do a meet and greet before uh, dinner ready at eight, everyone ready to go. And the chef showed up at 1030 PM. Oh. Um, and so it was like, we're carting in all this food. Um, and you, the only way to get to the cabin was over a suspension bridge. So we oh. had to take like barrels across to bring yeah, all the food well. over. So this is something that needs to be done like hours before <laughs> yeah. anyone arrives. Um, but then also, um, we didn't have any snacks. We had nothing. So here we were and I'm like improvising. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take you guys on a night hike. Let's get our, you know, flashlights and our headlamps and everything. Cool night hike. And then I hiked them up to this area where there's a fire pit and there was s'mores. So we're like having s'mores and kind of doing the meet and greet. And then I talked with Noah. Noah was there and he's like, all right, um, I can do the sound bath tonight. I'm like, all right, perfect. Let's do the sound bath tonight. Kind of ground everyone, get them all ready. But again, everyone's so hungry mm-hmm. and we're in the middle of nowhere. There's yeah. nowhere to go get anything. You can't like grab a bar, do some Yeah, you like couldn't. Yeah. And so, so, you know, that's lesson number one is like go the day before and you have the food. Uh, so for this one in particular, uh, for Yosemite, Shannon, the one I've been talking about, uh, she wanted to take on the task of handling all of the food with me, you know, kind of with her. So we developed the menu together six weeks before. And we, you know, asked everyone their allergies. We want to make sure that everyone's happy with the food that we're presenting. And we wanted it to be light. We were very specific in every single meal, right? Based on if we were about to go on a hike or if we were about to go into a workshop, we want it to be lighter. We don't want all yeah. this food yeah. sitting, you know, all this energy sitting in their Just body. Dead and drained. Right, yeah. exactly. And so that was all very well thought out. We went the day before and we then we actually looked where the closest grocery store was to where we were going to be. So the food wouldn't be carted like eight hours from LA. It would actually be 15 minutes from the grocery store. And we would actually prep everything the night before, get that all ready. 
Um, so that, that was another thing. And I went with Shannon to the grocery store and I will say that we saved over $600 on food by doing it that way. Um, because that's so huge. Yeah. For, for a big sir, we threw away about $400 worth of food and it was like, no one could take it. Right. And it's meat and different stuff like that. So, um, I didn't want to run into that problem. I would have rather us run out and me go to the grocery store again Mm -hmm. and then, you know what I mean? So that's another suggestion for people that, are doing food is like you you're gonna have snacks and all this other stuff too but like don't overshoot it because what are you gonna do with all that food mm-hmm. um and then we specifically went serving si- or serving sizes for each of the people we had 18 people at yosemite and it literally i'm not even kidding you to the last meal it just ended up perfect like we didn't have anything left over like it didn't have to go get more shit no nice. we went from yeah. you know the check that got written was for a thousand dollars and we threw away at least 400 probably more that was just yeah. stuff that hadn't even been opened there was also tons yeah, of stuff sounds. that had been opened uh, and there wasn't i couldn't even give it to like homeless people or anything like we couldn't bring it back you yeah. know with us so that was just kind of a bummer and on this one i think we spent under 400 um and you know then because we had stuff that was donated and different stuff like that so we saved like 600 dollars. so huge doing it that way and cooking for the same amount of people and everyone was happy and full and good and the other thing too is being very intentional with who's cooking your food because that same energy that goes into the food goes into the other people's bodies. And so making it with love, you know, and she's listening to music, like has her little apron on. And it was just, it was just such a different experience in the kitchen. Um, another huge lesson too, uh, the house that we had at Big Sur. So there was several rooms that people were in kind of scattered out and we had the big house and we were doing food and workshops in the same space. So if someone's in the kitchen and someone's talking, there's a lot of distraction Mm -hmm. happening. So it was hard to get everybody. And at Big Sur, everyone wanted to like help cook and help clean and do all that. And it was kind of like at this one, we wanted to make sure that like there's one person kind of handling the cooking and the cleaning. Shannon was great. She was like, I don't like, I don't even know how she did it, but she was already cleaned up with everything when everyone was done eating. It was just, (laughs) but at Big Sur, it just seemed like there was food everywhere and just dishes everywhere and just chaos. So for this one, I rented three properties on the same estate so we could have a fuel house that was only breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We're only eating there. Then we had a house where kind of the hosts were people that were helping and all the product was in there. So there's not product sitting out everywhere. And then we had the lodge, which is where we did workshops. And so everything was completely separate. So then people could be done eating, go to a totally different space, have their notebooks and be able to like dive in. in. a different mindset. Totally different mindset, right? There's not like stragglers eating. And so I just realized the difference was at Big Sur, some people would come to the workouts, some people, I mean, the only thing that everybody attended at Big Sur was the hike. And it was kind of like we were leaving the property. Um, but at Yosemite, everyone attended everything. It was just like everyone knew at nine o'clock yeah. they were at workshop. Everyone knew at eight they were at yoga. And it's just like, it flowed. It was so cool. And, and even the things where we like went a little over on time, like maybe the hike, we're like on top of a mountain in Yosemite. So we're not going to cut it short. It just flowed and everything just worked out. Yeah. And so that's why those are a few of the reasons why I went from a four to a 10 for me. Yeah. Um, well, and you do that when you're all doing everything together too, it makes it that much more fun. So much more fun and and community and all Mm -hmm. that shit. So much more connection. And I think that there's a lot more breakthrough and transformation. And then even since Yosemite, I'm constantly getting texts or calls or cards in the mail or whatever, being like, you changed my life. And here's why, 
and it's kind of like what we started talking about at the beginning, the potential I already saw in them, they started to see in themselves. And they're like, I just went to this audition and booked the highest paying job I've ever done. Uh, And I had three more auditions and I booked them all. I've never done that. I got three clients this week and I hadn't got three clients in eight months. And all these things are happening and people are like hosting their own workshops and people have now teamed up. People that were there at the retreat have teamed up, found a studio space in LA and are hosting workshops. And they're Mm -hmm. like, have their flyers going out. And it's just been so cool. I'm like, you actually, the only difference is you believe in yourself now. Mm, for sure. That's crazy. like you all, you had all yeah, of that before. Had, Nothing yeah. changed. You don't yeah. have more skills or more no. anything. Like yeah. you're exactly the same. You just believe in yourself and then you're confident. So when you're going out there and talking to people about it, you're confident that, yeah, it's just different. You feel yeah. it when you talk to somebody who's confident, someone's like, um, I have this idea. Yeah. No, you're like, you don't believe that shit. No, yeah. like not at all. No. Uh, um, 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 oh, with that, why don't you talk about that more? How people are saying that stuff. I haven't seen that stuff. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we <laughs> Those so, are like really cool <laughs> things to talk about like life-changing shit. I booked this big gig. I have three new clients. Yeah. Um, I should talk about that more. Definitely. Thank you to my manager yeah. for, for the suggestion. Yeah. That's what the manager's so, here for. Since yep. we got back from Yosemite, um, basically I haven't slowed down to even do that yet. Um, when I got back, the night I got back, I had three people come in town to stay with me and they were with me and I was getting ready for another workshop. So I got back on a Tuesday and was hosting another workshop that Saturday. Yeah. And then I was, we did two weekends in a row of workshops. So then after that one ended, we're promoting the next workshop the following yeah. weekend. So basically three weekends in a row, we had Yosemite workshop workshop. Um, and then as we started to say at the beginning, the thing I can't talk about, I started filming something. <laughs> and so that kind of takes up a lot of my days as well. So what are you filming? <laughs> ah, we could always stay cut it tuned out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll come back in after yeah but yeah exactly no so that's kind of it i just had kind of one thing after the next and already planning the next retreat yeah uh, but it's very but it, important to share those testimonials ex- exactly yep. and the yeah. planning of it i want to know that it's going to change my life like because because i know up front a lot of the people that came you knew most of mm-hmm. the people yep a lot less than the last one yep we're like people i mean they knew of you or friends of friends or saw you on social or they went to some event somewhere like the mini events that you guys are doing yep and so like there's less and less of just like people who know you know you it's people that are looking for life-changing experience yeah so when you show that tim just got three new clients and i just went and now i booked this big gig and yeah i'm sure there's like those are two of like 15 different really good stories you could tell yeah, no, it's been really awesome. And like I said, we kind of have this group text going on. So all those people that were there that are now hosting their own workshops or planning their first retreat or whatever it is, is like putting it in there and we're all able to congratulate them and kind of celebrate with them. Yeah. So that's been really cool. There was something else you just said. What were you saying? Something. Oh, about well, talking about it? I don't know why I thought of this, but mm-hmm. um, uh, like talking about retention, so seven of the people that attended Big Sur attended Yosemite. Yeah, so I thought that uh, was really cool because the fact that I gave myself a four out of 10, but seven people signed yeah. up four months later to come to the retreat yeah. said a lot for me. Um, and they're telling people, right? So now it's starting to become a word of mouth type of thing. Whereas there's a lot of different marketing or advertisement type ways you can go. Yeah. But for me, that's why the testimonial thing is so huge. It's word of mouth, like people telling people about their experience and that their life is changed. Yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot easier for like me and Tim to talk about how great you are than you to be like, these people had these great experiences. But if I say I had this great experience and then you share it, right. And then it seems more authentic than you just trying to sell me on some shit where I can actually see legit like breakthroughs or whatever you want to call it to, for other people. And they share it and are talking about it. It makes it just seems more authentic. Yeah, I agree. You know? yeah. yeah. 
So share more of that. <laughs> I know. I need to, that's it. the thing too is, I mean, that's a suggestion for everyone as well is like, while you're still there, get testimonials, like get people yeah. on camera. They're just coming off the high. Like mm. they're going to remember everything in those or, breakthrough and like, you know, their, yeah. their biggest takeaways and all that kind of stuff. Did that video do go to this one? Um, I have not seen the video from Yosemite yet. Okay. Cause I haven't seen it. I didn't know if you, yeah, did. I haven't seen it yet. But like yeah. e- even in that, I'm sure there's times where people are speaking like if, I don't know if the camera's always rolling, it should be, mm-hmm. but like to see like Tim and you having this breakthrough mm-hmm. convo in the kitchen about something you just talked about in your breakout session. Yep. Like that would be really awesome things to be able to capture, take, cut. And right. it's 15 seconds of like, dude, the way you said that just totally changed my mindset on it. Can't wait to go. Can't wait to go back to work Monday and you know, change what I'm doing or whatever it may be. I think mm-hmm. capturing those moments, like that, those, those are the life-changing moments and the life-changing conversations or the connection happening. Some people said that, you know, driving up together, they didn't know each other. And people, I like mm. connect people yeah. to carpool up uh-huh, together that's a good idea, and yeah. they're like, we talked for six hours and we're so connected. We just went through so much and someone found out about their dad going into the hospital while they were driving up and like they were there for them. So it's like, those are the things they'll never forget. That was the family that gave them the biggest hug, right? When they're going through this. So there's, there's nothing that can replace those kind of moments. Mm -hmm. For sure. And it it starts literally, I, I always say this, I said the transformation starts at the transaction. So the moment that you decide to invest in yourself, whether it's at a retreat or an event or a conference or whatever, that's where the transformation begins. And so it's all those people you're gonna meet through that. You start getting connected. Usually people add you into a group. I always do bios of everybody so they can start getting to know the people yeah, that are yeah, coming. Yeah. And they already start connecting before they even get there. And then the connections in person and conversations just solidify it. And then it's like, they're friends for life after that. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure there's like people that are like much better friends than some of the friends they had before that. Oh yeah. I mean, kind of like the reality shows I've done. People are like, Oh, why do you do reality shows? Number one, I don't know why I did the first one that I ever did. Someone submitted me. Yeah. Someone submitted me and said I needed somewhere to unleash my inner competitive nature. Lock this girl in a cave for 60 days. Yeah. Yeah. Someone knew what they were doing. Get rid of her. Um, but it's like, it's, it's the people you meet and the relationships because on those shows, they took away all technology. So you, you don't have the screen that's distracting you and you just sit and talk to people and you just connect. So the people I met on those shows, will be in my wedding party right I've yeah. I've went and hiked Kilimanjaro with one of the girls I'm you know Danielle she was from the cave even though we were yeah. on opposite sides but it's like these people and Ashley I just think of all these people from all the shows but there's so yeah. many um but those are my best friends and it's just because we like actually connected I know everything from when they were born to now and it's like I have friends from 30 years ago that we're not even that close like I don't know that stuff about mm-hmm. them yeah how are you growing unplugged so right now it's, it's really with the retreats and it's just, like I said, word of mouth. And I would love to hire my first employee soon to really take it to the next level because I, I want to have multiple retreats happening at the same time and maybe other people leading unplugged retreats that I'm not mm-hmm. even there. Um, and yeah, I'm taking basically the retreat umbrella and I'm planning to host for a year and then I'm gonna teach people how to host. And then I have an online program I'm developing um, that people can just buy if they want, hey, how do I run a successful retreat? They could just do that if they wanna do it on their own and they don't wanna pay me to like yeah. help them through the whole process. Yeah, exactly what, like, so what we're developing. Will you do one a quarter? Or will they be like all in the summer? Chunked. Or? 
Yeah. About every three months. Like that, okay. that's my capacity for them because it becomes my full-time job for Takes those, time for promote, those three plan, to four promote, months before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's another thing that people don't actually think about. They're like, Oh, I want to host a retreat. So all I'm going to do is have to find the place and then get an itinerary. And then the people are going to show up and it's, yeah. it's full on a full job for that time. That's why people pay someone 20% of that to plan it all for them. Yeah. So there's people that'll just be like, Hey, this is what I want. And then they just show up and they look for like their name on a sign at the airport. Right. Mm. And they, they just facilitate, they just do their couple workshops or lead a couple yoga classes. Yeah. They don't do all of it. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. Cause it takes all your time and energy to plan that. So a lot of people are like, what do you do on day to day? And it's like, what do I not do? There's, yeah. there's so many different things and brands that you're connecting with and all the moving parts to, to make it all come together. So my capacity as one person is about every three months. And I, I tell people too, like, think about what your rate is. Like if, if my rate is $150 an hour, if I'm coaching you, training you, whatever, think about how many hours you're putting into planning that right. and like start charging accordingly. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're not, if you break it down, it, even if you make 10 grand on a retreat, but it took you four months to plan, you're making two grand a month. Right, like yeah. that's not going to cover your, you know, bills right. and everything. So yeah, you really not, have to like break that down. Not in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> not in Los Angeles. No, not at all. Uh, what's your ideal group like number for you as like a single person putting this all on? Yep. So talking about those events, how we basically took it from 60 to 10, like that intimate connection is really what we love. And for retreats, uh, Big Sur was 21. That was a little bit high. Um, Yosemite was 18. I like that number, but I think I want to keep it between like 12 and 16 moving forward. Okay. Um, for Hawaii, it's going to be 14. And I think that just that unless you're hosting with two people and you can do breakouts and small mm -hmm. groups and do stuff like that, uh, but to really facilitate change and really have breakthrough and transformation, smaller numbers. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. higher, like raise your price. Like I said, yeah. you know, charge according to your value and the, the time and effort that you've put into making this experience happen. Uh, I think that that was also one of my things is I didn't charge it enough for Big Sur. And so at the end, it's like, oh crap, like I just gave <laughs> right. this thing away for free. I basically paid people to come to this thing yeah. by the time you give them all their yeah. goodie bags and all that stuff. Um, so changing that around, upping your price and realizing that you're probably going to have to change your avatar, like who you're going after, right? Um, if you want to charge four grand for the retreat, it's, it's probably not going to be your best friends, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. depending on who yeah. is in your circle. Um, but then there's so many things too, like looking at, are you going to do payment plans? Are you going to do some flash sales? Are you going to let influencers or friends give them a discount? You know, yeah. different, all these different ways to kind of yeah. market it. Are you going to up the price? Like, are you, you're not, you're not in that four grand range. I'm not in the four grand range right but now. Are you going to try to get to there? Yeah. And you know, it's, it's so crazy because it's kind of like that same thing, like with the events where we were, you know, it was free or 20 bucks, but I'm doing the same thing now. It's a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Like I, I truly believe, especially when you change somebody's life, I mean, obviously, right. Yeah. It's like my retreats are worth 4,100% right sure. now, if not 6,000, you know, I just, I just talked to someone who's doing the exact same thing as me with a little more business. So just adding a little bit more business, but they're getting that from me too, because I'm offering that same coaching and advice and different things and telling them, here's how you host a retreat. Here's how you do a workshop. Here's the things, right? Yeah. So I just spoke with somebody, um, and she charges 15 grand for her Thursday to Sunday, same exact setup as me even does it from her house, like host some there God. and it was thir so not even 13, a five and now it's, yep. Nope. And now it's 15 and it's like, dude, Timmy, are you ready for the business I'm, and BS? <laughs> right here. Weekend retreat, on the podcast 15 couch. grand. 
Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like, but when you know what you're worth and how much your energy and time, because when I get done with these retreats, I usually get pretty sick. I'm pretty drained. You know, (laughs) you you put so much into it. And especially if, if you're not the one, I want to get to the point where I'm that person that is just facilitating, right? Like I just sit in for the workshops and maybe lead a workout or something. And I'm not doing, putting out all the fires the whole time. Like I have a team of doing that. Um, but cause that's the thing is I realize everyone's texting me. It's like, even down to like, do they have a hairdryer? (laughs) you know all these little questions that I need someone else to be able to kind of filter through so that I can just focus on delivering Mm -hmm. and when I'm doing that it's even more powerful and that's when I know like okay you can up this price and maybe you just are going after different people who are really leveling up that want to take something to the next level because I'm already giving that I've been doing that for years with my friends even just think about this the I won't say the name of it the place you've, you've like trained at that does like week retreats place i've trained out that does davy's also there aha uh-huh. yeah 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 it's what seven grand eight grand oh i think it's like over 10 oh okay yeah so it's up up from what i had heard before yeah uh, expensive like but that's not uncommon for people to pay that stuff but you attract a different person than if you charge two grand totally 100 yeah. percent. and they're not even doing any mindset work there mm-hmm. it's you get up and you do a hike and then you eat it's a fitness and then you go do two workouts in the afternoon and then you eat and you do yoga and you can get massages right it's like kind of like that mm, relaxation yeah. spot retreat you know they're getting that retreat relaxation all the awesomeness plus you know workbooks and mindset stuff and like here we go let's change your life and get you in action yeah so yeah. How, how are you going to get higher end how do you change that because i've already i've already gone to two and i paid i don't know what it was two grand yeah Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, that, I mean, that's kind of what I'm in right now is where I'm taking, you know, what program am I going to go into to figure out how to market to those other people? Right. So I'm even doing the same things that people are doing, like what business, you know, conference or what do I want to invest my money into to take my business to the next level? Yeah. yeah. Cause I do, I just have to start. I have to find different people. It's not, it's not yeah. going to be the people that are in my like immediate circle right now. But then, well, yeah, 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 sure. But then also when you go to that four grand, the two grand, maybe that person that spends the two grand, that's the, that they need to spend that two grand. Like, are they like, it's an issue when they spend it, but they need to get something out of it. Yep. Whereas if you go high, maybe like four grand, I don't give a shit. Like, you know, I, I got my Bentley, like, <laughs> you know, they just are looking for a mindset change or something. And maybe the money's not as big a video. So I guess there's a different type of person. Yeah. Maybe, I think, a, maybe not in a positive way, but yeah. I think that it is. And regardless, we all know, right? If we want something, we will find the money for it, no matter what it is. Mm, Cause sure, like back yeah. then, right? Like I was 25 or whatever I was like, I, I didn't have the money to do that, but I found the money. And yeah. I think that anything that we want, no matter if we have to like call people to borrow it or go take out a line of credit or whatever, get, out, yeah. get an extra job, make some more, like you find a way for the things you really want and that you make a priority for. So if it's, you're going to start making yourself a priority, then you're going to find the money to invest in it. Yeah. Speaking of priorities, when is the, the, um, master your morning podcast coming out? Uh, Master your morning. Yeah. Master your morning podcast. Uh But she just said Wednesday she's doing. So I just, uh, I actually just got an email. So I just have to basically respond back, confirm a couple things. And we're looking at like a four week out launch. And so before, before June, before the Hawaii retreat, we want to launch out the podcast. Um, Will you do like four in a week? And yeah. And then launch it? And then do one, but like shoot four in a week? Yep. Then, okay. Yep. We'll batch them out that way and then we'll do one a week. We'll release one a week. Okay. Probably master your morning Mondays. Hmm. 
Or a lot of alliteration. Mm. That's your <laughs> jam. Mouthful, that's I know, your, like, it's alliteration. <laughs> yeah. yeah, rhyming. Yeah. So, wait, so, all right. So, you'll do like soon then. Because we're April 8th. Not 8th. April 8th. Yeah. Well, actually, so if, you're, if you're listening to this, it's like April 10th. 15th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, put this out, I'll put this out next week. But, yeah. yes. Yeah. But so then you'll go, you'll start filming next week or do something next week? Yeah, I mean, I'll, as soon as I get the equipment, like all the stuff that yeah. we're using here. Yeah. Um, equipment set up. walk out with a bag. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> like. Microphone <laughs> poking out of the bag. Everything. Yeah. Um, I already kind of have like my list of people that yeah. I'm reaching out to. And I probably have a year's worth of people that I want to interview. So. <laughs> That'd be easy for you. Yeah. So I'm not worried about that. Um, I'm just excited because I think that that's going to help kind of filter business everywhere else. Right. Or. As or. You have your own, you invite people to talk on yours. They invite you to talk on, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. like, it's mutual thing. And the more people you can hit, the more people you can get your message out to, because that's what, even if one person's listening, right? Like it might be the one person that comes to your next you, event yeah. or retreat. Yeah. We, we get, uh, let's say we get 2000 a month. Yeah. Listen to this right now. Not big, not yeah. a lot. This is 20, this would be podcast number 28, uh, 29 that will do <laughs> at least release wise. Uh, we've had people come on here and get business based off that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and that's like not a big number. It's a very, very small number. Yep. And people have gotten business who've sat at your chair and like same damn thing. That could happen on this or it could happen on the other one or maybe somebody hears this and they want to have their whole company do some retreat or some shit like that. Like you never know how that shit flows. And that's about the part of just saying yes to opportunities right. and just get, cause it's like you could just be sitting at your house or you could be having this conversation right now. Right. Yeah. So it's just, you're doing that. And I, I think everyone's like, I want it to be perfect. I want to say the right thing. So like, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. But I think this Forget. whole, the whole thing and this whole message on here is about just like taking action and doing it now. Like just say yes. Like I wouldn't be on the show that I'm currently on right now. If I'd have been like, Oh, I'm not really totally ready. Like yeah. I haven't gotten my eyelashes done this week or like I didn't yeah. like work out enough and I've gained weight or, you know, all the things where I'm like, I'm not ready to be on national television, but yeah. I didn't do that. I just went for it. Even though you're like afraid and scared and whatever. And I, uh-huh. I think that's one of the biggest, biggest differences with me. I'm always freaked out. I'm always nervous. I'm always afraid. I just do it anyway. And so I think that that's what's got me to where I'm at now. It's just like, well, say yes. You never know. It's like when I said yes to what I'm currently doing, I never knew it would have already led to what's like happening today, right? Like I wouldn't have known that. So that, I mean, that's like a a super cool thing that's happening based on just saying yes. And I think the next six months, year will be totally way like another level up for you. Yeah. No, I can feel just to like say a quick little thing. When Patrick told Wonderful. me to quit my job, um, <laughs> when he told me to quit my job, and this is another thing I'll say to every single person that's about to take that leap of faith to do the thing that scares the crap out of them, everything that can go wrong will go <laughs> wrong. Every test, every struggle, every storm, everything is going to. So when I quit my two paying jobs, I, pr- I quit Primal Kitchen and Equinox at the same day because I didn't want to have like one foot in, one foot out or start putting all that more energy into something else besides my own thing. And within, I think, a couple weeks of that, my car got broken into. Oh, and yeah. when that happened, they're like, oh, you also need four new tires. And so it was like $2,000 and then medical bill after medical bill. This all happened in the same week. There was a, even something from my old business when I, I owned a gym that came in for $15,000. <sighs> so I would say, you know, 
15, $25,000 all happened. And that was like what I kind of had saved up to like live for six months when I quit my jobs. Like Uh I had a plan and my plan all just got like, boom, derailed in one week. And it's not like you come for money. It's not like you just have like, (laughs) you can go to mommy and daddy and be like, Hey, can I get a milli? Like, no, No. that's my mom literally won't even take a flight to California. Like there's, you know (laughs) what I mean? To come see me. So, um, no, there's nothing there. There's no like if I'm going to do it, I'm doing it on my own. Like if I need money, I got to go take a line of credit. Like I got to borrow it or get another credit card or whatever. But yeah. that's the things you, for priority, you make it happen. Um, but right after that, then it caused me to like have a bunch of health issues. I was like starting to stress out over this mm. and money can do that to you. And you, when you have a plan and it gets, and then my dad had a heart attack. And so there's all these things about loss. Cause I thought I lost my dad. He's okay now. Um, but it definitely was like that moment of, this happened and this could happen at any time, like just that quickly. And then the next week my identity got stolen and they opened 15 credit cards in my name. And this is also when I'm like moving and trying to find a new apartment. So my credit was just like whacked out and it went from, you know, I I had really great, I think almost 900, whatever the highest thing is, my credit was up there. But then when they open every single thing and bank accounts and savings accounts, I'm not exactly sure what their plan was. And the only way I even found out about this is uh, one of my old roommates from five years ago, some of the cards went to his address. So I think what happened is when I applied for my new driver's license, it must've went to this old address and whoever got it used my driver's license to open all these accounts. So this is all happening at the same time where I'm like, oh, I'm trying to start my business and, and, and do all these things, but I'm, don't have credit to like get anything and I don't have any money now and my dad and then um, had a friend pass away from cancer and this is all just in these few months and so everything could have pointed me back to stability like go back and just get a normal job and have your health insurance and all these but I'm like nope I know what this means like this means I'm going the right direction I'm on the right path because all this stuff wouldn't be happening at once if I wasn't that close to stepping into my destiny like to my purpose and my calling and I've never felt closer to that than I do now and so that's what really excites me is because because I didn't let that stop me I didn't see this roadblock and turn around and go back I just figured out the detour to get around it and when I got around it it's like that quote of like everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear so once I got past that fear it was like you know, uh-huh. like opportunities just started flowing in and things just started working out. And who's to say, like, who knows what's on the other side or what else could happen from here. But I feel like I'm in that place. And when you say these next six months are like really it and like leveling up and all of that, like I truly believe that. So, um, it's, it's a really cool ride and I'm glad you guys are on it with me. Let's hey, go. Yeah. Let's we just ride there for yeah. a couple minutes. That was good <laughs> that was solid. Yeah. Chop that B up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Tell me anything else. No. Damn. Let's That's, go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Thanks for coming. We'll, um, we'll have to do this again. Like in a couple months. When we, after when, the, after we do an announcement. After, after yeah. can you'll probably be able to announce by July, right? After I hope Hawaii so. Treat. Once they be, announce it, we can announce it. So I'd imagine, I'd imagine they promote July, August. Yeah. That'd be great. The, who's they? <laughs> Whoever knows right. who they is. <laughs> they said. Yep. Lawrence Rob, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Like I said before the podcast, I hope you were able to take that passion that she has for her business and really learn something. I mean, she, she really does. There's no, there's no BS to Lauren. You can see that she really means what she's saying. She's passionate about it. And she's got a lot of really cool things going on with it too. Speaking of businesses, again, the Biz Launch Academy is open. Again, another 24 hours. Early registration is done April 16th. Get more information at bizlaunch.com.
academy.co, bizlaunchacademy.co. Thank you and goodbye.